Hello, this is Asif Khan, Investment Advisor with BMO Nesbitt Burns. Today is Friday, June the 5th. I hope you and your family are well. Following is a summary of this week's market developments and some related thoughts. Before going on, I do want to express my disgust at the Minneapolis police officer's suffocation and murder of George Floyd that has opened up existing racial issues in America. America must confront these issues of race and injustice through a national conversation which should be led by faith leaders to prevent further division and discord. Let us hope that in the coming weeks and months that America makes this right. Despite the civil unrest across the United States, escalating American tensions with China and ongoing battle with COVID-19, North American markets once again moved higher. White House Health Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci expressed optimism that one of the many coronavirus vaccine trials would prove effective and stated that the U.S. should have 100 million doses of vaccines by the end of the year. The Canadian government announced it will offer cities $2.2 billion in infrastructure money to help cover COVID-19-related budget shortfalls. The Bank of Canada held interest rates steady and and indicated that it expects the economy to resume growth in the third quarter. Oil hit close to $40 a barrel, quite an impressive recovery from the negative numbers we saw just a few weeks ago. The Canadian dollar rose against the U.S. dollar by about 2.5% this week. U.S. auto sales were up 40% from April's numbers, but to put that in perspective, they are still down 30% from their peak, which is representative of most industries. Most numbers are showing great rebounds in May, but they have a ways to go before getting back to previous peaks. The U.S. announced plans to block Chinese airlines from flying into or out of the country after China had effectively already done the same for the U.S., As a result, U.S.-China relations still remain heightened. Today we saw a surprising, actually really shocking rise in May jobs. While any single data point would normally raise questions on its accuracy, the fact that each of the U.S. payrolls and household reports, as well as Canada's labor force survey, all sang from the same sheet suggesting employment truly turned the corner last month. Just to recap this point, economists were all expecting a number that would bring U.S. unemployment close to negative 20%. It came in at negative 13.3%. This reinforced other evidence that the North American economy hit rock bottom in mid to late April and has since begun the long road to recovery. You may be asking how and why the market has rebounded so much from the depths of complete despair in March. First, this supposed V-shaped recovery in the stock market may still have some bumps along the way and could still turn out to be a U. Additionally, the stock market and the street economy are not exactly the same, at least not this time. Much of the economic anguish is centered on retail, restaurants, entertainment, travel and leisure companies. These companies do not make up a large percentage of the stock market. The stock market is made up of large, well-capitalized companies that operate in the financial industry, technology industry, energy markets, healthcare, consumer staples, for example, Costco and Procter and Gamble, etc., and many other industries. Many of these industries have been benefiting from the pandemic-induced stay-at-home orders or simply have not seen much of a drop in revenues. The other big reason, in our opinion, as to why company prices have been rising is simply because of their dividend value. There are millions of baby boomers and retirees in the USA and Canada that cannot survive on buying sub-1% GICs. 
they are most likely buying well-capitalized, industry-leading companies that are consistent dividend payers and effectively doubling and tripling their income potential. It is for this very reason alone that prices of these companies may get pushed higher in the years to come. It is the only income game in town. Global capital markets continue to brush aside a number of conflicting developments as they stage a strong recovery from the March lows. While many investors may claim this recent rise is remarkable, it is for exactly this reason that our advice to you has been to stick with the long-term plan we built. Months ago, had we imagined a global pandemic, a gradual reopening of economies after an extended shutdown, and protests throughout America all taking place as we head into June, you would have been hard-pressed to find someone predicting that markets would continue to move higher right through it. Yet here we are. By adhering to the plan we mapped out together, we have the luxury of being able to observe surprises in either direction in the context of a longer-term strategy. And regardless of where markets go from here, such a perspective is valuable, particularly the next time we are faced with strong volatility. To close, we are super excited that the NBA and NHL are planning to restart their truncated seasons. As always, we are happy to discuss your investment and financial plans. Please do not hesitate to contact us. My direct number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's is 416-709-7879. Signing off for the both of us, Austin Kahn and myself, have a great weekend.